So if your gut is unhealthy, you may experience increased amounts of mental or emotional distress. This could be your body's instinctive way of telling you that it isn't receiving the nutrition and care that it needs to work properly. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. April is Stress Awareness Month, and for the last two weeks on the Mind Your Body Show, I've been hitting on some tips that you can follow that may help you to address any stress that you might be carrying. And odds are you probably are carrying stress because a lot of us are, even me, okay? So last week, I shared five foods you should always have in your pantry. And the week before that, I shared seven foods that may reduce stress and anxiety. So make sure to go and check out those two episodes. I've linked them in the show notes for you so you can check them out. This week, I'm going to be talking about three things that you didn't know about gut health. Knowing me, it's probably going to be more than three, but hey, let's just say three for now. You know, you guys know that I always like to give you value, value, value. So sometimes I do go off on a tangent. <laughs> but before I get to those three things that you didn't know about gut health, one of the things that cause stress is meal prep. So that's why this episode is brought to you by my meal planning toolkit. In the free toolkit, you'll receive meal planning best practices and hacks so that you can stop feeling stuck. A meal planning template to keep you organized, a list of the healthiest foods to help you meet your health goals, and healthy recipes so that you can take back control of your health and get into the habit of planning meals more consistently. You can grab the free guide by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading over to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. Okay, let's get into it. Optimal gut health has become a hot topic these days. But is it really worth all of the hype? Yes. Why? Well, having too many bad bugs hanging around in your gut has been linked to many problems, including diabetes, depression, cancer, heart disease, eczema, asthma, obesity. So, yeah, it's kind of important. The links between chronic illness and an imbalanced microbiome, a.k.a. your gut, keep growing every day. Having a healthy gut should be a focus as part of your overall health as it's connected to everything that happens in your body. So your body contains trillions of bacteria, and the majority of these bacteria are located in your intestines. Now, gut bacteria play several important roles in your health, uh, such as communicating with your immune system and producing certain vitamins. So think of your gut as a huge chemical factory that helps to digest food, produce vitamins, regulate hormones excrete toxins, and produce healing compounds that keep your gut healthy. 
you can begin to understand the importance of gut health when you consider that there are 500 species and three pounds of bacteria in your gut. There are trillions of bacteria in your gut, and collectively, they contain at least 100 times as many genes as you do. I'll say that again. There are trillions of bacteria in your gut, and collectively, they contain at least 100 times as many genes as you do. The bacterial DNA in your gut outnumbers your own DNA by 100 times. That's huge. So you have about 20,000 genes, but there are 2 million or more bacterial genes. Okay, so you're probably thinking, geez, I learned a lot right there. But let's get into the three things you didn't know about gut health. Number one, your gut affects your mood and your ability to manage stress. This is a big one. The relationship between your gut and your brain is bidirectional, and this is called the gut-brain access. So this just simply means that they talk to each other. So your gut sends messages to your brain, and your brain sends messages to your gut through chemicals called neurotransmitters. So for example, the neurotransmitter serotonin that contributes to feelings of happiness is actually produced in your gut. So if your gut is unhealthy, you may experience increased amounts of mental or emotional distress. This could be your body's instinctive way of telling you that it isn't receiving the nutrition and care that it needs to work properly. Recent studies are showing a strong link between your gut and your brain. Researchers are finding that alterations in the gut microbes can actually influence the risk of brain disorders such as anxiety, depression, autism, and even dementia. Also, healthy gut bacteria help our bodies to produce other essential brain vitamins like folate, which help to maintain the right levels of tryptophan, which is necessary to produce neurotransmitters like serotonin that help to balance your mood. All right, so moving on to the second thing you didn't know about gut health. Gut health is important for your digestion and your immune system. Healthy digestion is key for removing toxins and bad bacteria, all of which can harm your healthy gut bacteria. Gut microbes help with digestion and also help your body to absorb vitamins that are key to brain health, like vitamin B12. Since your gut bacteria line your intestines, they also come into contact with the food that you eat. This may affect what nutrients you absorb and how energy is stored in your body. So that actually means that if you're eating healthy, you know, you could be eating all the healthiest foods, but if your you know, gut is not healthy, you're actually not able to absorb the nutrients from those healthy foods that you're eating. So this also is really huge. Now, regular exercise or movement may actually help to make digestion and nutrient distribution much more efficient. It can also help to reduce the amount of toxins and bad microbes in your body while helping to balance out the healthy microbes. When it comes to your immune system, 70% of your immune system is housed in your gut, which is why it's important to focus on nurturing a healthy gut. Your immune system's job is to look at what you're eating and deciding whether it's good for you or potentially harmful. If we eat food that is unnatural to your body, like processed foods and sugar, it responds by triggering inflammation in your body. Now, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but inflammation is at the root of most if not all diseases. So the foods that you eat um, and your gut and your immune system, they're all joined at the hip. When you eat the right kinds of foods, and I'll talk more about what those foods are in a minute, you help to train and educate your immune system to produce certain cells that help to reduce the inflammatory response in your body. 
Okay, so super important. And, you know, we really want to be mindful of this these days, making sure that our immune system is as healthy as possible, you know, considering what is going on in our world right now. All right. So the third thing that you didn't know about gut health is that your gut can actually help you to maintain a healthy weight. So I actually did a whole episode about this because it's that important to weight loss. So make sure to go back and listen to episode five, how to optimize your gut for weight loss. But allow me to share just a couple of studies with you. And I'm actually going to link that in the show notes for you as well to check out episode five. If you guys want to go back and listen to that. And if you're on a weight loss journey right now, I highly suggest you go back and listen to that. All right, so let's talk about a couple of studies. So one study examined the gut bacteria in 77 pairs of twins, one of whom was obese and one of whom was not. The study found that those who were obese had different gut bacteria than their non-obese twins. In particular, obesity was associated with lower gut bacteria diversity, meaning there were fewer types of bacteria in the gut. Other studies have shown that if the gut bacteria from obese people are put into mice, the mice gain weight. This suggests that gut bacteria could affect weight. This also may be due to the effect of bacteria on the digestion of different foods, which we talked about earlier. So, for example, humans can't digest fiber, but certain gut bacteria can So by digesting fiber, these gut bacteria produce a number of chemicals that benefit gut health and possibly promote weight loss. For example, a number of studies have shown that people with high fiber intake have a lower weight, which may be due to the role that gut bacteria play in digesting fiber. And I can definitely speak from experience here because when I started my weight loss journey, like many years ago before I started, you know, before I got married, I think it's like eight years now that I lost 30 pounds. You know, prior to that, when I was losing weight, gaining it back, losing weight, gaining it back, I wasn't really eating a lot of high fiber foods. And I did find that when I started adding more high fiber foods to my diet, so things like um, specifically like cruciferous vegetables, right? So we're talking like cauliflower, broccoli, like those sort of things. I found that when I started adding these high fiber foods to my diet, not only did it help with my sugar cravings, it just helped weight loss to just be a lot more easier. And it just didn't feel like as much of a struggle as it was before. Okay, so a recent study found that the ratio of two types of bacteria in your intestines may determine how much weight you lose when given a particular diet. Okay, so again, I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience here, you know, not everybody's experience is the same, but I can tell you, like, just based on my personal experience, that I've actually benefited from this. So the two different types of bacteria that determine how much weight you lose when you're on a particular diet are Prevotella, which digests fiber and carbohydrates, and Bacteroidetes, which people eat who eat more of um, animal protein and fat have more of. In this study, 62 people were given a high-fiber, whole-grain diet for 26 weeks. Those who had more Prevotella in their intestines lost 5.1 pounds more body fat than those with more Bacteroidetes in their intestines. So your gut bacteria also digest certain antioxidants found in plants known as flavonoids. You might have heard of flavonoids before, which may help to prevent weight gain. Finally, your gut bacteria can influence how dietary fats are absorbed in the intestines, which may affect how fat is stored in your body. So remember, optimal gut balance begins with your diet, which directly affects that balance. You want to eat a diet with lots of fiber, healthy protein, 
and healthy fats. Good fats, including omega-3 fatty acids and monosaturated fats such as extra virgin olive oil, avocados, or almonds, improve healthy gut flora while inflammatory fats like omega-6 vegetable oils promote growth of bad bugs that cause weight gain and disease. Even obesity has been linked to changes in our gut ecosystem, resulting from an intake of inflammatory omega-6s and not nearly enough anti-inflammatory omega-3s. Bad bugs produce toxins called lipopolysaccharides that I mentioned earlier that trigger inflammation, insulin resistance, or prediabetes and therefore promote weight gain. And in my practice, if there's two things that I'm seeing right now on the rise with my clients, it's definitely prediabetes and autoimmune conditions. Tired of eating the same thing? Do you hate meal planning? Do you wish you could plan healthy meals faster and less time? Get instant access to my ultimate meal planning toolkit for healthy eating success. In the free toolkit, you'll receive meal planning best practices and hacks so that you can stop feeling stuck a meal planning template to keep you organized, a list of the healthiest foods to help you meet your health goals, and healthy recipes so that you can take back control of your health and get into the habit of planning meals more consistently. You can grab the free guide by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. All right, so let's talk about how to optimize your gut health. And first, we're going to talk about those things that are negatively impacting your microbiome, aka your gut. So foods containing unhealthy inflammatory fats. Too many saturated fats may contribute to the growth of disease-causing bacteria. Cut out bad inflammatory omega-6 rich fats like vegetable oils. Okay, so I'm talking about that canola oil that you have in your kitchen that you fry everything in and replace them with healthier oils like extra virgin olive oil and coconut oil. Avocado oil is another great choice as well. Sugary foods, we want to you know let go of these or at least minimize these. A diet high in sugar can stimulate the growth of certain unhealthy bacteria in the gut, which may contribute to waking and other chronic health disorders. This is so important that coming soon, I will be launching a series on sugar addiction and how to overcome it. Artificial sweeteners, a lot of us are dumping these in our coffee, right? Artificial sweeteners such as aspartame and saccharin reduce beneficial bacteria in the intestines, which may contribute to high blood sugar. Lack of sleep and chronic stress. Both of these also contribute to gut imbalance. In fact, your gut flora listens to and becomes influenced by your thoughts and your feelings, which we talked about back in episode one, the very first episode of the Mind Your Body show. So be sure to get seven to eight hours of quality sleep and remember to practice your favorite stress reduction activities daily like meditation and journaling. All right, so now that we know what to minimize, let's talk about adding in the good stuff and about how to optimize your healthy gut flora to enhance your health. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits, like this is a low, this is like a no brainer, right? Fruits and vegetables contain many different fibers that are good for gut bacteria. Eating an assortment of plant based foods can improve gut bacteria diversity, which is linked to a healthy weight. So aim to make about 75% of your plate be vegetables and plant based foods. 
nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds also contain lots of fiber and healthy fats, which help support the growth of healthy bacteria in the gut. Polyphenol-rich foods. These include dark chocolate, green tea, and red wine. One of my faves. <laughs> now, this is not a license to go crazy on red wine. Oh my God, Trudy told me I could have red wine. It's good for me. It's got those polyphenols. Drink up, double fisting. No, none of that, okay? If you do drink, right? If you do drink red wine, right? You wanna make sure that you enjoy it sparingly and preferably with a meal so that the alcohol is better absorbed by your body. The polyphenols in these foods like red wine, green tea, and chocolate can't be digested alone, but are broken down by beneficial gut bacteria, which promotes the growth of good bacteria. Probiotics, I love talking about probiotics. Probiotics may help to restore healthy gut bacteria after an illness or a course of antibiotics and may even aid weight loss. But before you do that, you start popping, you know, probiotics, you know, after coming off of an illness or after coming off antibiotics, please make sure to check with your doctor. Okay. But probiotics support the microbiome by introducing beneficial bacteria. Essentially, they're your gut's good guys. Probiotics can be found in foods like fermented and cultured foods. So things like Greek yogurt, preferably organic, right? Kefir, um, sauerkraut, and miso. You guys know how much I love miso. I think I talked about this on one of the episodes before. Don't be intimidated by miso. There's so many different things you can do with it, and it adds so much flavor to your foods. My favorite things to make with it are like a marinade that I might use for like fish. Um, I also like making salad dressings. I think salad dressings is probably my favorite thing to make with it. Um, yeah, you could do soup with it. So many different things. Okay. So get, you know, get yourself some miso. I like using the light miso because when you go to the grocery store or the health food store, wherever you grab your miso, you're going to see there's different types, there's different colors, especially if you're new to miso, you want to get the lighter color miso because, um, the lighter color one is going to be a little bit more mild in flavor. Okay. So the darker the color gets is like the more intense the flavor is. Okay. So just start with the lighter one, just a little tip there for you guys. So all of these foods, like the the Greek yogurt, the kefir, the sauerkraut, the miso, all of these foods will help keep your gut healthy and will also help the healthy gut bugs to be fruitful and multiply. All right, so the other great thing about probiotics is that they may help to enhance your mood. In people with or without mental health conditions, some probiotics may help improve mood. One study gave people a probiotic mix containing eight different lactobacillus and bifidobacteria strains every day for four weeks. The researchers found that taking the supplements reduced participants' negative thoughts associated with a sad mood. Another study reported that consuming a milk drink containing a probiotic called Lactobacillus cassai for three weeks improved mood in people who had the lowest mood before the treatment. Prebiotics, on the other hand, feed your gut's good bacteria. The foods that are high in prebiotics contain a dietary fiber called inulin. Prebiotics do not break down in the small intestine. Instead, they reach your colon where they feed your healthy gut bacteria. Some of the best food sources of prebiotics include asparagus, yum, that's coming into season soon at the time of this recording, Jerusalem artichokes, onions, leeks. I love leeks. I think I've talked about this before. Use those leeks. So much flavor and they're so underestimated and so good for you. Dandelion greens and garlic. Garlic is an easy one. Okay. So even if you can only do garlic off of this list, you're going to be better for it. All right. So another thing you want to consider adding for healthy gut health, healthy gut health for a healthy gut (laughs) are omega-3 fatty acids. 
So look, I am not a huge fan of supplements, okay? I like to get my my nutrients through food as much as I possibly can, but there are some supplements that I do believe in wholeheartedly. And omega-3 fatty acids is one that I stand by, okay? Studies have found that omega-3 fatty acids can support healthy gut flora. Omega-3s also support beneficial bacteria in the intestine and may also help to reduce inflammation, Okay, we talked about this earlier. A lot of people are eating a lot of, you know, foods containing omega-6 fatty acids, okay, which are inflammatory. So we need to kind of dial that down or counterbalance that with those omega-3 fatty acids. Now, if you're not regularly eating wild-caught fatty fish that are a great source of omega-3 fats like salmon, you may want to consider supplementing with omega-3 after speaking with your physician. So there you have it, three things that you didn't know about gut health. I would love to hear if you learned something new today. So if so, please send me a DM to let me know which one of these tips you're going to incorporate into your diet starting this week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.